One of the most intimidating spiritual warriors I know is a 104-pound slip of a woman who's absolutely fearless. Her weapons are the sharpened talons of reason, the honed blade ready to slice through bureaucratic puffery and baloney, the deadly arrow unleashed at the stupid, inefficient, and incompetent. If you piss her off, she will mow you down as easily as walking through a concrete wall. I'm sure most of the hundreds of listeners we have tuned in today know I'm referring to none other than my partner in crime, Alexandra, and you are listening to another groundbreaking episode of Memories in the Key of Life. Kuda Patawita. Am I wrong in characterizing you as a spiritual warrior? My core belief as a spiritual warrior, it's not our job to mow anyone down. It's our, our job to model how we can make it better. You're facing some interesting challenges in your life, especially supporting an adult child with autism at home during COVID-19. That takes a great deal of persistence. It takes a lot of courage. And frankly, it takes kind of a warrior personality to, to kind of stride through life and deal with that. How does that happen? And what is this Zen Mom thing? Zen Mom is a separate part of myself than my caregiver part. My Zen Mom perspective is an ideal that I strive for. I don't exactly actualize it or demonstrate it with, with the kind of integrity I wish I could. I'm working on it. All I can say is it's good to have a vision of it. And I love the way you challenge my vision of what Zen Mom is. But I will say that, yes, I do carry a very intense and clear sword of truth. And it is a challenge to see things as clearly as I do and find a gracious way to introduce at least some of that truth to people who are ready for it and to know what to say, what not to say, and when to say it. Let me get back to the challenge that you're facing, supporting, raising, being there for, and caring for an adult child with autism at home, especially during COVID-19. What, if any kind of experience, has have you encountered with community support? Does it exist? Is it sufficient? What can you tell me about that? Well, I think it's chronically too little too late. And if I weren't attempting to be a hero, I would have given it up already. Do you feel that the community support, what they say about it, what they, how they pose themselves, how they present themselves, do you feel that it's truthful, that it's honest, that they're being honest with themselves, with, with the amount of care that they provide or can provide? Well, I think they're overly proud of their work. I think they think they're doing a better job than they are. I think it would be more honest to just say, look, you know, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Take it or leave it. Do you think that they provide enough people? No, that's the big that's the big illusion. There's a chronic shortage of what's called direct support professionals, which is a fancy way of saying someone who comes into your home and helps you care for your child and is supposed to teach them coping skills or something like that. But there's a chronic national shortage of caregivers. And I, I use the analogy 
Like you go fishing, pay for a rod, you pay for the opportunity to fish, but no one tells you there's 50 boats out there and only four fish in the lake. Are we looking at, you know, uh, kind of false pretenses and the image of, of some of the support that's out there, do you think? Well, I don't know. Is a false pretense something that someone intentionally misleads you, or are they just deluding themselves? You don't feel necessarily that that in this case they're intentionally doing it. It's just a, a function of how they're trying to put together this, this system, that it's just too complex and too difficult to, to really reach out to everybody that's in need of it? Yeah, I think there's, um, there's a mentality in America that the government should serve us. If you don't have money in this world, it's like take what you get and don't complain about it, or we'll just pull your name off the list and put you at the bottom of the pile again. Well, I don't have money, you don't have money, but one of the things we can honestly declare to all of our listeners is that we are not here under any false pretenses whatsoever. Indeed, we're not. We're here to reflect, dissect, inspect, and give respect, on a good day, to all the moments of joy, frustration, and humor we confront every day. And we do it with one of our songs, and if you're lucky, really lucky, a bit of poetry, I'm David. And I'm Alexandra. And our featured song on this podcast is Zen Mom. You know, I've always thought introspection was way overrated. You, on the other hand, had a comment during a conversation we recorded after producing our last episode that I thought kind of revealed a good bit of the nuts and bolts you used to build Zen Mom. Self-reflection is a critical piece for my emotional and survival. If I, if I can't be authentic with myself, if I don't know who I am today, not who I am in the big sense of the word, but who I am today, what's meaningful for me in my life, how do I make choices? Without it, I might as well just go down, right? I, I, and the thing is, is that I think the world, I think part of why COVID is happening is because the world needs to do the work that I stand for and that we won't if we're too comfortable, if things are going well and we project more, so much of ourselves into things out there that we don't look closely at ourselves. We're lazy. Sometimes it takes not getting that complacent cup of coffee at your favorite cafe to wake up. You gave us some insights into who Zen Mom is also in our last episode. I think the 263 first-time listeners to Memories in the Key of Life would welcome hearing a bit of that. Zen Mom is the mythical me, the, the me that in my fantasies I want, want to be. It would be Zen Mom. If I could live my perfect life and, and, and make the right decisions all the time and save the day, I would be Zen Mom. It reminds me that when I originally conceived of Zen Mom, I had a vision of myself doing a, a one-woman stand-up comedian show. And Zen Mom was this crazy, chaotic mom who had so much on her plate that when she needed a break, she had to hide in the bathroom. It's kind of a takeoff character initially. I see you striding through all of the puffery and nonsense that keeps crashing into your life from time to time with samurai swords that, that basically... <laughs> You managed to, to get to the essence of things very quickly. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, that's well, the way I see you. That is more of who I am. But 
But really the Zen aspect of mom is the peaceful one. When I write about to, to live a life of Zen, it's, it's a very peaceful, you know, drink tea, um, quiet, you know, when you meditate, it's all, it's not a like warrior out there, like Well, I know, but there are warriors and there are warriors. I mean, it takes a good deal of warrior strength to get yourself to surrender to that Zen place. That requires a certain warrior strength in and of itself, not necessarily battling outside forces, but the biggest battle is the one that you fight within yourself, is it not? I totally agree, yes. All we have in the end is us. You told me that Zen mom rap we're about to hear evolved from a little poem you'd written? What's that all about? I had written this poem many years ago, and it goes like this. Zen Mom signs her name in invisible ink. She leaves a soft glow of pink love where misery and suffering should have left its scar. Her kiss blesses remorse and transforms regret into aha. Everyone should have such a mother. But few awaken each morning to her adoring eyes too few of us practice her art of living love. The evolution from the understated, though provocative, words in that poem to the almost warrior-like assertiveness of the rap we're about to hear is pretty remarkable. How'd that happen? Well, I think that happened from having you as a friend and partner. <laughs> ah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, partner in crime. There is a place in me that loves to rise to a challenge. Like, I'll take on anything. It's kind of sometimes not healthy. I'll go anywhere. I don't have any barriers to what I'll try. It was very hard to think of doing a rap about a Zen mom who signs her name in invisible ink. I mean, I decided to take the opposite perspective of Zen mom into the one who shouts it out. It was very healing for me to own that part of me that says, I'm sick and tired of putting up with this bull crap. I've yeah. been being this nicey, nicey person and eat myself alive. I'm going to finally call it as I see it. Yeah. And I'm going to do it in the medium that I think does that best. And you did. Uh, I, I, it kind of blew me away. As I told you when I first heard it, it was just amazing. Now, a word of caution. There is the use of an explicit word in Zen Mom. But for those of you unconcerned about that, I think it's time for you to sit back, strap yourself in, and let Zen Mom have her say. My name is Zen Mom, a white old lady with saggy flesh. I'm different. My graffiti is fresh. I'm shouting out your name in my megaphone. I'm shouting out my message in the middle of your war zone. Yeah, I'm Zen Mom, and it's my conviction to transform your wars into realization. Destruction. Enough of this commotion. Let's put our hearts and asses into better solutions. Listen, listen. All of us deserve a happier faith, a sweeter faith than these images of hate. Listen, listen. All of us need a place to eat and shit. Get over it. We need it. Yeah. Move over. Donate some space. Donate to the ones who need a place. A place to sleep, a place to rest, a place to wash their faces. Make room in your heart before this war emaciates us. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I'm sin mom now And it's my last conviction To wake you up, to shake you up To help you up, to help other mothers, fathers, brothers and sisters We can navigate this hell we have collected But we need all hands on decks or we'll never make it Mother's birth babies, not warriors, not enemies Mother's birth babies, to grow into our neighbors We were all babies once, each and every one of us Miraculous, wondrous, soft, needy, helpless Children of the universe Uh-huh Some of us got abused like me and were mistreated But we don't have to do it unto others And then repeat it We can become the kindness we never, ever, ever knew. We can become the kindness. Yes, you and you and you, black, white, yellow, native, foreign, friend or enemy. We can all become the kindness that most of us hope to live and see. It's your choice now who you want to be. It's your choice now Who you wanna be It's your choice now Who you wanna be Me, I'm Zen Mom now I'm who I wanna be I gotta say, I see life as a battle and Zen Mom, in my view, celebrates a victory. Sometimes that struggle takes place in your head, heart, and soul. Sometimes it's against the onslaught of daily frustrations, whatever. I give respect to anyone who's survived those battles, and I call them the veterans of life. We're the grizzled gray veterans of life's combat zone. Scarred from the battles, almost worn to the bone. We've been there. We did it. We got through still alive. We know the traps, the tricks, and can help you survive. But today we're yanked and pulled in ways we never knew. Paid for Social Security, now the bill's coming due. But they're going to try to suck that dry. They say they won't, but uh, they always lie. And then there's the sales calls we get day and night for windows, siding, or a, a, a new security light to refinance the house by an anti-virus app. If we don't hang up, we get caught in their trap. Sales pitches are constantly pounding our head. Pharma's selling meds to make us better in bed to ease our joint pain and smooth out that wrinkle. A pill guaranteed to help us tinkle. Depression's no sweat, cause they've got us all covered with another pill bottle to add to our cupboard. And the police and firemen want their little piece. A donation is worthy, but their calls will not cease to make us feel guilty for our lack of charity. Then the veterans will call us at a quarter to three. We all want a little piece at the end of our day to grab a a beer from the fridge, let the crap wash away, sit on our ass, and turn on the TV, find a, a mind candy station to keep our minds free of the onslaught of life, the push and the pull, 
get away from the hassles, a relief from the bull, the constant invasion that's such an abrasion makes it so hard to find a way out of the hole, a little space for the soul, but we're here. The grizzled gray veterans of life's combat zone, scarred from the battles, almost worn to the bone. We've been there. We did it. We got through, still alive. We know the traps, the tricks to help you survive. The bill-paying blues, the organizational dues. The car needs new tires before inspection expires. Johnny's got lice, and that's twice. He's been infested. Now he's congested. And you, you just want to be arrested to get away from it all, to feel love again, like getting married, to be gently caressed and feel unharried by the storms that wash on the shores of your life, to stand strong and free and slice like a knife through the heavy weight it seems that you carried for way too long. This ain't the way it was supposed to go. You need to catch your breath and be part of the flow. But the flow is a river. It's a, a rushing rapid of time that makes it hard for you to climb out of the clutter, the hustle and jumble of life, those busy demands that are a constant strife. So find an old codger. We're always by the phone. Give us a call and you'll find that you're not alone. We're the grizzled gray veterans of life's combat zone. Though scarred from the battles, almost worn to the bone, we've been there. We did it. We know you can too. We can help show you how to escape from the zoo. Next episode's featured song is one written by a member of Lift Street, a folk rock band I played with for about five years. Jacques Gordon wrote a lot of great songs for us, and his latest, Don't Make Me Want You, with music by Jim Del Orifice, is one he asked you to sing. You nail the 1930s torch singer in a backstreet club atmosphere on this one. Don't Make Me Want You. But we want you to join us for our next episode when we antagonize and protagonize about lyrical meanings, implications, complications, explanations, justifications, and extrapolations that will entice you, seduce you, and set you ablaze. And if our podcast turns you on, let us know. Drop us a line at memories in the key of life. All one word lowercase at gmail.com and if it does nothing for you so be it all that matters is that we love what we're doing how we're doing it and we're having fun so if you are to visit again and don't forget your memories are in the key of life When you walk into the room And you put on that smile That chases away the gloom But the sparkle in your eyes tonight Hides a heart
Cause I know you don't want me Well, it's so much fun to watch you